Well, ladies and gentlemen, before we start off this 76th episode of the Rank Work Podcast, we're going to give two people who, uh, who uh, recently uh, passed away six years ago or right now. But this first one I'll be talking about, which is the Zachman 18, a.k.a. Zach Peters. He uh, passed away at, at, this, at this date and the month today due to a heart failure. He was very young, 16 years old at the time. And he was he was inspired by a lot of people in the YouTube community, like he did Spin for a Million, you, you know, many other game shows on hand, including his weekend celebration and all that. And another one right now passed away, which is a Jessica Walter, died at the age of 80 years old. And he was an Emmy winning a for Arrested Development, Archer, many other shows uh, she was on. And with that being said, folks, now you head down as we tribute to uh, the Zachman 18 and, of course, Jessica Walter with, with, ten, with the 10 bell salute as we told the bell 10 times. Thank you. And now, on with today's episode. Live from Hermiston, Oregon, this is the Rant Away Podcast, starring Brandon Martin, Jordan Little, Eric Lee, and Michael Bombardier, as they give you the latest news, sports, video games, and much more. Let the ranting and raving begin. Yes, thank you, Alex, and of course, hashtag keep dancing for the Zachman 18. But anyway, folks, good evening, everyone, as we welcome you to episode 76 of the Rant and Rave podcast. Glad to have you with us, and as usual, we're going to have an exciting episode for today as we'll do our usual Q&A for the first 30 minutes of the show, and also, after that, the interview with... None other than WWE Hall of Famer and one half of the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton, joining us, which I'm we are looking forward into this. Did he give a specific time when he will be here? Uh, which I I uh, told I told him ahead of time that uh, it's going to be uh, eight thirty p.m. Eastern. So, which he'll give him uh, he'll give him enough time there. All right, continue. Yes. But yeah, anyway, co-founder, co-creator, producer, and one of the four main co-hosts, Joe Brennan Martin. Next to me, as always, the other co-founder, the other co-creator, and also the second of four main co-hosts show, my good friend, Jordan Little. 
it's good to be here at this time. Although at the same time, I don't know. I didn't know anything about this, uh, this Zach character. All I know is that that's just, you know, I hate to see, you know, people that die so young, you know, it just really breaks my heart. You know what I mean? Especially at a young age. I mean, this is, this is kind of the stuff I don't like having to hear when, when a young, a very young person dies of, you know, of a heart failure or a cardiac arrest or anything. It just, it just really tears me up. It really does. You know I mean? I'm not, and I know I'm not, I know I'm not shedding any tears right now, but still you probably get where I'm coming from. I mean, sometimes you don't need to cry in order to express your feelings. I mean, Brandon, he, I mean, he, he, he explained what he had to explain about Zach, you know, without having to cry, but still, I mean, at the same time, I just kind of wish, you know, I got to know him because now I start to, Wonder what would have been like if, you know, had I got to know him. But, you know, all I know is may he rest in peace. Yes, absolutely. And Jeffrey just said at the time when I was in high school, when I came back from school. Um, hold on one second. I got to scroll up. And saw the news of Zach passing away. I was so shocked to hear that sad and depressing news. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I bar bros. I know. Yeah, I'm telling you. But either way, yeah, exactly. I mean, Morgan, same thing with Morgan too, you know. But also, I mean, we can grieve, you know, and all that, but we got a show to do. But still with us at this time. Um, is one of our uh, four main co-hosts right here right now is Eric Lima. Hello, everyone. It's great to hear. Uh, great to be here once again. This time, there's no issues, no echoing issues. We had everything tested before the show started, so everything is good. Hopefully, you won't see me flip out again over this. So, and and ten minutes before we started, kind of you know, and it was a good thing too because we had to start in like ten more minutes before that. Yeah, and now we finally got it fixed. So we we finally found out the situation, and and the issue, and it was taken care of. So and to hello to everybody, Mitchell Hill, Ben Wilner, um, I bought Bro Studios, a lot of commenters, Tom Wellis, hello Alex Paris, fan of game shows, Mitch, right, and David St. Dennis, Alex Putnam, hello everybody. So glad you guys coming in, and uh, hopefully, um, uh. Hopefully we'll have a great show. We got Ricky Morton coming up. I'm really excited. And also with us at this time is Michael Bombardier. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. I saw the uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony back in 2017, and I, I tell you, it's going to be an awesome interview. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like you know Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson's you know Hall of Fame induction. You know, when right there, that was probably the most entertaining one. I think I saw at the Hall of Fame because they were freaking funny as all can be. Yeah. I mean, to all, and to all my kids, and they all look like me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, that's going to be um, that's going to be in around in about maybe uh, uh, 23 minutes, I believe. So we got some time. You know, to ki to kill. So, with that being said, how have you guys been doing? All things considered, been pretty good. 
it's been great here. I mean, we had we had some very decent spring weather here in Massachusetts. Today it was almost hitting seventy here in Massachusetts, so it's been uh, pretty good. <laughs> oh my God, Alex! And I thought I thought you know uh, Mike was bad, but now now look at this. This is. Oh boy, here we go. Psycho Alex. Is that what we're gonna call it now? No, I wouldn't call no, it. No, it's still psycho Alex. Mike. It's no, it's still psycho Mike. Yeah, you know what? That, that, Mike, should, but... you know, that should be oh, uh, the psych the psycho Mike thing. That should be a verb. If anybody um, messes you with a funny picture, um, that means we've been psycho Mike'd. Wait, Don Cunt Coyote. Don Coyote. Oh, and you spelled oh. the name wrong there, David. It's Q U I X O T. No, that was Ibarra. Oh, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. No, no, it was oh. I, no. Ibarra. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you, Mike. Uh, I, uh, Q U I X O T E. Wait a minute. What is this? What is this bullshit? <laughs> I just sent an, an invite to all my Facebook friends oh. to watch. So keep it clean, guys. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I guess we gotta. I guess we're gonna be PG right now. We gotta no, tone it down. Oh, boy, we're all in trouble now. Mrs. Little has struck again. <laughs> well, you know what? Better, it, you know, it helps the views on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Why not? And. Crazy Alex. Crazy that's actually, Alex. Okay, I never, I never heard of that. Crazy Alex. Yep. Yeah. Crazy Alex. Uh, now we got daring David. Hold on, hold on. Daring enough I, to I, make I, funny. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm David. I'm David D thousand, and welcome to the Rent and Wave podcast. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. That's Spanish. That's a Spanish pronunciation. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh. All right. I know he sent a voice message, but then again, I've, I'm just going to, you know, play the voice message. Got my booty O's t-shirt. I can't even see the comment section and what emoji she put there. So give me well, a second. I think it's a wave. I think it was, it was like, waving. It's like, hi. I think it was it's oh. not like Tyler Bate. Hi. Hi. Oh. <laughs> From Mustache <laughs> Mountain. Yeah. yeah. All right. When your mom comes, uh, you're gonna be screwed. <laughs> when your mom comes, you're gonna be screwed. I am screwed. She's in the live chat. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to keep it clean, or else Mama Little? Like, what kind of kid did I raise? Oh boy. Oh, okay. Hold on. How about this one? Okay. Watch what happens. Watch what happens when when your mom comes after you. Ooh, ee, ee, you're all gonna be screwed. Like yeah. Yeah. We all, yeah, we're nice all gonna try, be, we're all gonna be in humongous trouble, dude. Nice try, Mike. That's not happening. What happened? Oh, you, you got, tell me, don't tell you attempted to cycle Mike. You, he did. Uh, what, what does it look like? Just show, just show the pictures to make it see what laugh. No, 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 no. Click on it so we can see it, see it more. Oh, back oh, here. Alex. There we go. Uh, <laughs> was it Ilya Dragunov? <laughs> was it Ilya Dragunov, man? After he, after he gets mad. Worst oh impression ever. Alex uh, sent me this. Don't make Brandon. No, I don't wake Brandon in stores today. today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Speaking of, uh, oh, speaking of waking up, guess what, guys? 
I went to bed somewhere around 11:45 ish, you know, last night, mm-hmm. and I actually went woke up this morning around 6:35 ish. So you could say I actually had a pretty good night's sleep. Yeah, that's not bad. That, that's yeah, that's kind of decent. But either way, I feel so rude not asking Michael about his day. Oh, go ahead, Michael. Yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead, Michael. <laughs> or his well, week, or whatever. Well, today's been good. It's uh, fr- right now. It's sixty-three degrees in Buffalo, mostly cloudy. So Jordan is woke. What the hell is that, Charlie? Wait a minute, Hangman Charlie. What did he send you? <laughs> what the um, crap, dude? <laughs> oh, you no, know the, what? The ring you thing. Know, wait, you know what? I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be a dick pic, but then I realized. Oh wait, he doesn't have one. Oh, ouch! <laughs> and then as your first dirty joke, Mrs. Little, we apologize. Yes, I know. I, I know. I'm terrible. I can't. I can't do nothing right. I'm a terrible influence. What you see is what you get. <laughs> we, we, we feel like, I feel like Larry the Cable Guy. Lord, Lord, I apologize for all that rotten ale. Sorry, would be with the starving pygmies. New Guinea, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan is probably right. Of yeah. course I'm right. What do you expect? <laughs> Tom Willis, folks. He would know. Oh, actually, of course I would know. Because, I, I mean, why wouldn't I be right about it? Uh, I, oh, wait. I'm watching. Oh, wait. Now Charlie's saying I'm watching you. I always oh, feel oh. like somebody's watching me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's an 80s song, okay? Yeah, Jordan. Uh, you know, you know I'm, su- I'm surprised that isn't a red eye, Charlie. Took a red eye flight. Wow. <laughs> 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 Don't apologize, Alex. This is funny. Look, listen, look at this. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. Can Did you get crazy, Alex? Too, Jordan. Oh, oh, I already had it before. Hold on, I'm trying to see. Oh, Ooh, that's that's what. I'm trying to get sort of easy. Okay. Let me see here. Can it see? Ooh, that, ooh that's good. No, that's it's, ooh, that's hot. Uh, ooh, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> there, there well, we go. Be Paris Hilton now. Yeah. All of a sudden. Here we go. Let's 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 right, be there. like Paris Hilton. Okay, that's hot. All right. Come on. Now. Okay. Alex there we go. Paris Hilton. Paris. Pair- oh, 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 wow. Alex Paris, you know I think we're in trouble now. We're rolling. Yeah, we're rolling. That was good. Yeah. Uh, oh, by, oh, by the way, hold on. What, listen to this. Listen to David. A dick pick, as in, you know, D-I-C. Because, I, I, you know, I'm surprised he didn't put the K in. You know why? Because YouTube has this bad habit of deleting comments for no apparent reason because of, you know, community okay. guidelines. And then it, it, he says, not like a certain someone, cough, cough, one year tomorrow, cough. And I, I think we. Psycho Mike oh. got you again. Yes. What, is it, what does it look like? We're getting bombarded with Psycho. You're getting bombarded with Psycho Mike picks, man. Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, he's like, ah! Uh oh, wait a minute. Uh oh. Well, oh, Charlie got me. Charlie got me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He said. Wait, he said that was my nickname back back in middle school. Wow, that makes total sense. Yeah. Wait, is that your mother, Charlie? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. dang! 
Look at this, guys. Everybody's remember. Okay, guys, listen to this. Tomorrow is going to be a one-year anniversary of a certain episode that we all did, which was at the time the longest uh, episode in R and R history, and it's also one of the best. But I wouldn't say it's the one that put us on the map. Oh no. No, I uh, thought it was yours, Jordy. Uh-uh, oh, my mom's in the chat, and you see what she looks like. She can't ever be compared to that. I'm oh, sorry. boy. Yeah, Charlie, you are going to be digging yourself in your own grave, son. <laughs> Watch yourself. Charlie's nickname was Leather Pants. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no. No, it's Pleather Pants. Pleather Pants. Oh. <laughs> Tell me. Hey, 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 like, I, hey, everybody remembers it. Don't worry, I mean. Look, if you guys, you know, mention it, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a free pass because tomorrow's a one-year anniversary. Mm. Well, that's because she is more southern than you, and they come from the south. <laughs> must must be the place, I reckon. CGI. That's what Dan XP would say to make an excuse. <laughs> At least I don't choke like it. What is? Everybody's roasting each other. It's like it was also a podcast yeah. with information. Yeah. That, and now we're roasting. I want to be a. I want to be a full time YouTuber. <laughs> I know who he's. I know he's. I know who he's referencing. <laughs> you know what? Problem here is, being a full time YouTuber ain't gonna be cut out for you. I'm sorry. Mm, yeah. Because nowadays there's this whole freaking you know um uh, universe. Thing where- <laughs> universe. <laughs> yeah. Well. But still, at the end of the day, nowadays you can't even do much good on YouTube anymore, whether you get paid or not. You know, yeah. it's 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 really that it's really that toxic. You I, know? I, I, I I just do it for kicks and giggles and having some fun with it. And, uh, Same here. Yeah, I, I just do it for entertainment's sake, and I do it with the game show, Flash Games, talking wrestling and whatnot. Oh, yeah. by the way, here's the deal: I have a goal in mind, and I'm gonna do this. You know, when I when it's all said and done. If I, I'm going to get one, one day I'll get a hundred thousand subscribers, but I'm going to do it by earning real subs and not having to buy them or use bots or any of that other bull crap. Hmm. Cause I don't believe in having to be famous through, you know, bots and, and, and other alt accounts, you know? Hold on one second. Oh boy. Hey man, Charlie, nobody chokes more than Jordy. Here I am again, making the show better. And yet nobody notices. And yet I wrote, and yet nobody notices. Yeah, you know why? Because I I know no Charlie swallows more than I ever could. Ooh. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, see, I'll... Charlie, it's a thing called ignoring you. Just All like right. I will be doing when the Thursday night war starts. Learn that sometime. <laughs> uh, Alex sent me this. Hello. You got crazy Alex. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, Val Venus. You know what? Yeah, Val Venus. I was just about to say that. I anyway. I am not Val about... Venus, pal. <laughs> <laughs> The big Balboski. <laughs> I'm impressed you're you're getting it. Hmm. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe, well, maybe it's because My- Michael may be more compassionate than I am. I, I think I think Mike does not know me really well. But once he dies, I think he'll he'll start. Uh... <laughs> Wait, so, what is this? I'll get a hundred thousand subscribers by. <laughs> not like not like you, Charlie. David wants me to tell you that you are the goat, like Tom Brady, then Charlie. <laughs> and who's that to? Uh, to you, Jordan. Oh, David. David wants me to tell you that you are the goat, like Tom Brady, more than Charlie. 
That's what David said. Okay, well, here's the Another deal, Tom. Another psychoalex moment. I can't, I can't ignore Tom because at least I, Crazy at least, eggs. you know. Now, what's this now again? Because we're about 20 minutes in the show and we haven't had any questions asked to us. So, yeah, I guess least. there's no. I guess there won't be any questions asked or answered this week. My what? fantasy? What? Oh, my God. Charlie! Hangman Charlie's at it again. Hey. Oh, boy. Yes. Yeah. Before, before I sh this is a Charlie's. A <laughs> What's that supposed to be? When, whenever he. he is that, is that, wait, was that when he accidentally uh, put bleach in his eyes? Oh. <laughs> look at, look at Jordan's beard. It's goat-like. Oh boy, it's goat like. Of course, it's goat like. It's the greatest of all time. And he also has, it tells me by fantasy. Oh, Sean Michaels, Michaels <laughs> Did you put that in there? I was young. I was oh, stupid. You told me girls bought that magazine. Calm down, Sean. Calm down. You know, it's like you were an older boy or anything. That was a funny moment right there with R8 RKO. Oh, that oh, was a man. funny moment. Was that yeah, Alex that said you the thing? No, that was uh, Charlie. And also, this is speaking of Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best thing and worst thing that happened to you this week, Ben? Okay, you know, you know what? I can I can answer that. I will say that the best thing that has happened to me this week is, you know, um. Actually, you're drinking some Mountain Dew Baja Blast uh, Freezy, or Froze, Frozen, whatever you want to call it. Now, the worst thing, there's a there's a place, you know, in the boulevard where I live at called, the cook, called Cookout, okay? Now, they sell milkshakes as if their milkshakes are nothing but shat. It's like as if they're actually giving you ice cream rather than milkshakes. When you try, you know... Try to you know use the straw, it'll become flat. I never had milkshakes. You never had. Oh. Wow, that's a shock. No, <laughs> you never had milkshakes. That's that's wow. You know my, what? My I don't mom. know what. I don't know what. Something... I don't know what else could. I don't know what else could shock me more tonight. Wow. <laughs> I tried some milkshakes. Hold on, that bit. was okay. That okay. This is funny right here. I don't know why, but still, it has Brandon on here. I saw that though. Yeah, like, I suck. <laughs> oh god. And you I know what? Brandon does and, 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 and actually, look what Brandon's under. <gasps> he's under the covers. He's trying oh, to get. God. He's yeah, trying I to go remember that though. Oh my oh, god. Oh boys, Photoshop is a <laughs> funny thing. Yeah, Charlie. Oh my god. I don't it, know what. Milkshakes can give you a brain freeze sometimes. Too. Actually, yeah, I do I like know. to blow. Hold on, watch it. Hey, hold on. I actually do like to blow. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Our guest is here right now. See? So. All right, let's quit. Let's, let's quit. Let's quit piling around. We got a special guest coming in, gentlemen. But, but before that, when we hit the thirty-minute mark, then wait, we'll... wait, wait, wait. Is he backstage right now? He is, yes. Oh, son of a gun. Bad timing. I'm blowing on the mic, and I'm probably deafening the guy. Apologize there, sir. Sorry about that, Ricky. Yeah. Well, looking forward to having him. That's going to be an yeah. honor, just the ultimate honor for us to what talk is to your him. What is your opinion on the soda, soda surge? Soda. I haven't tasted it yet, but I, you know, I, I do know I think you can order it online, if I'm not mistaken. 
Where can you order it? I think they still or, like you can still order it off Amazon. Hmm. Uh, I haven't tried Surge. Shut up, Jerome. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there he there he goes. Saxon Huxley. <laughs> um. It's like, you know, the way how I told Jerome to show up, there reminds me of Baby's Day Out, you know, where, you yeah. know, that part where Vico's telling uh, Eddie, like, Eddie, don't make sure those rabbits don't bite your face off and then, or, or chew your face off. And then Eddie's going, shut up, Vico, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> What's my pain on being, actually, I'm, actually, I'm always happy, you yeah. know, as, as another word for gay. Uh, Ricky Wait a minute, David says Jordan blows all the time. That's funny coming from somebody who lost in a debate to Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, I love that movie. That's true. Well, actually, now, well, you can actually consider, you know, Happy Gilmore more of a, of a, like a, God, what is that word I'm looking for? A guilty pleasure. That's it. The, the actual greatest movie of all you know, time. I'm not the know? biggest golf fan ever. I hate golf, but I like Happy Gilmore. That's. Weird, you know. Um, let's see. Alexa Taylor says, "Pinky Dinky Stinky Winky." But the new name, new ghosts of Pac-Man, <laughs> the new Pac-Man coming out or something. I don't know. You can get Wait, a Burger Alex? King at that that has the Coke freestyle machines. Oh, oh. I don't watch oh, debates. I hate politics, David. You he's know talking me by about. Now. He's talking about sur He's talking about the surge uh, drink, of course. Wait, Alex, I need help. I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The only, okay, if there's one thing I there's like a thing that I like in Happy Gilmore, it's this. And the oh what? Wait a minute, what is this? It's Romy 2.0. I'm not even wearing the glasses anymore. And plus, there's so many differences between me and Jerome. Trust me. One, I have more hair than him. Happy Gilmore. Two, I don't wear the sunglasses anymore, but now when I wore sunglasses, they were a different type, different than what he would wear. And I am not big and fat like he is. Yep, I went there. I know he's going to probably come up with something to, you know, fire back at me with, but I don't mind. Yeah, when Ricky Morton comes on, y'all stop the roasting. <laughs> yes, uh, well, uh, oh, yeah, of course. Because the man's a legend. Hall of Famer we're talking here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Come on, you folks. He is a Romy 2.0. Finally, someone actually I can agree with. He's a Romy minus 2.0. Oh. One of these days, I'm going to get you back for that. To the moon, Alice. <laughs> but still, join is not. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, tr I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out out someone I was trying to say about Happy Gilmore. Chunky monk. Actually, you know what? That's yeah, huge that's, as far shooter. You know what? That just. You know what? Thank you for bringing that up, Alex. I'll Chunky just showcase monkey. that real quick. What? Chunky monkey. Oh, Cody Yoda's back. Oh uh -uh. my god. No, no, I'm not reading that. I'm not saying that yeah. word. Not That's not it. not when it not when it relates to Charlie. Oh <laughs> yeah. why, what, why would I want why would I want Charlie? 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the deal. We folks. would never if want I him was... in this entire life. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. Here, here's the deal. Even if I was on, if I was, you know, um, on an island with Charlie, and if he was the only person that, you know, that I could only be with, there's one thing you will never see me do, and that is I would never, ever, you know, try to, try to, you know, you know what him. You see what I mean? I would never, ever have sex with Charlie. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I need to showcase something since I want some revenge. Because obviously, Jerome, you make me so mad! Actually, you know what? I could actually do a. Uh... <laughs> okay, this will be wait, funny. Kevin, wait, wait, wait! Kevin says Brandon Martin is more of a man than Jordy. What the? Oh, hey, everybody wow. duck! That's you know don't what? even bust on my kung fu skills. I know kung fu, man. You know something? That's kind of weird. I mean, you know what we call that in this kind of line of work? We call that butt kissing. <laughs> Kevin, Daddy, all right. They're both equal. All right. Okay, I got. I got I'm, I'm, share, I'm sharing. Just go ahead and share the screen real quick. Yeah, we'll do that before we do. The all right, there's my first creation, and I got something else in development, but I'm going to go ahead over here. It's like curly. It was like curly. Um, the three stooges. Speaking of which, that's actually Curly's real name, Jerome. Yeah. No. It is. No. I'm. I'm I mean, sure. Like, yeah, you're right. You are. You are correct on that, Jerome Howard. And that's this a, is one. This is one right here when I was watching his hey, um, hey, review. This is one I took when I was reviewing that uh, that that video he did on on Mr. Casual on, in an interview. <laughs> Looks like Will Sasso in that one. <laughs> Donkey Kong, one of the best arcade classics ever. I have to agree with uh, Jerome Latimer on that one. Wait, a better Arthur impression? Arthur? You know what? You know what I say? You kick, kick, kick. Making making jokes, keep making jokes. Watch what happens. Watch what happens when the Most High Hamashah Vader Vader die. <laughs> we you're all God, God rest Vader. So prosper. yeah, that's what that's a Vader sign. That's what Vader does. Look at look at that smile. Yeah. <laughs> uh -oh. All right, I think I think we screwed right. around. All right, enough. Brandon, is he ready? We'll let. We'll, I, he just messaged me not so long ago saying that the sound and connection is really off. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, he says, sorry. I'm like, hey, that's all right. And I just told him, have you checked your uh, settings, like your audio and all that? Yeah. You make sure the settings are good. So. Yes. <laughs> you know, Jerome, you better be a good boy because I'm about to read, because I'll be doing something, you know, um, regarding a certain somebody keeps stalking you later. So. Hmm. So is he not going to be on or? Actually, he is here right now. Oh, he is. Uh, he's getting, his, getting himself set up. Is yeah. He, okay. Well, if he wants more time to do that, we'll give him that time. Yeah. Because 
right now we're getting roasted. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Jordan's getting roasted more than us, so that's hey, – Hey, I don't care. Yeah. But Jordan, but Jordan's taking it taking it all in stride, which is really cool. Actually, you want to know Oh, my – yeah, your number one fan. But don't watch – don't roast me because I know some kung fu. I've been watching a lot of Wu-Tang collection on YouTube. So here's the deal here, folks. Um, I'm actually going to be discussing about that number one fan of Jerome's, but I'll get to that in a little bit after the interview. I think I might have that maybe as my closing topic. In fact, that will be the be the main event. Hold on, what's this? It's not great to be here. It's not. <laughs> Was that Alex? That's his impression of me. <laughs> what the? Can't hear anything. Oh my gosh! That connection. You learned. I learned about this today. Oh yes. That connection. He says he can't hear anything. Really? You he can't hear anything. Hmm. Huh. Nothing. Nothing is going through. Hmm. Look what happened, Jordy. When the most high Hamasha comes, ooh, wee, you'll be sorry if you see him. It looked like David 3000 G4L in bed. <laughs> you <What>? so screwed. <laughs> that is great. That is funny right there. Okay. Cody Yoda, Cody Yoda that. shaved that poor man's sting strap, Jordy. Oh, boy. You shave yours off first. Oh! oh, it's like a lightning shot on bullseye. Hit it. Kaboom. First window you lose. Simple as that. But yeah, that right there, what Kevin just said there, that is funny. Oh, my goodness. My goodness, folks. He's so about, screwed. The first half hour and and our Hall of Famer is uh, the Hall of Famer is having a little trouble, but so we'll keep you on time. Well, roasting. It could, make, it could make sense. He could be having old school equipment. He's doing off as the iPad, though. Ah, iPads uh, can be a problem. My mother, my mother has an iPad. Sometimes there's issues with those things, and that could be, <laughs> that could be the reason why. Wow. I didn't. We did not need. We did not need to know that. But okay. TMI. TMI. Plus, Jordan's mom is watching. Yes. Wait, Xavier. Ricky Martin. You know he's one of the best. I, I Ricky Martin. I, I like him as a singer. He's one of my favorite male singers because he's really cool. His music's totally cool. So. Respect to him, Rick, Ricky Martin. Respect to him. Yes. Okay, I'll get get. Okay, I'll get out of here, Jerome. Yeah. So so can I, Jerome? I'll see you. Yeah. yeah, I'll be. Yeah, I'm going home I'll, now. Oh wait a minute, I'm I'll, home. Okay. I'll, I'll actually be right back. I just need to do something real quick. All right. Yep. I don't like this with Charlie's mom. Your point. Okay. Oh my god. Uh boy. <laughs> While you're working on helping Ricky, uh, Mr. Morton out, and uh, I'll, me and Mike will hold down the fort. Living La Vida Loca, one of my favorite yeah. songs. Shake Your Bonbons, another favorite, and she bangs. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna sing it because I'm not William Hung. If you don't know who that is, from Idol. Yeah, Mer Michael Bombardier, ladies and gentlemen, knows knows his pop culture. Loving it, kids. We're loving it. American Idol season three. Technical. Yeah, um, he says he can't hear anything. Kevin, Daddy, he'll be on. Uh, Ricky Morton, not Ricky Martin. Ricky Morton. 
Who's who sports still that sports that sweet mullet of his, man? Bunch of amateurs except me. I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you, Charlie, but I'm not going to diss the other two, the other three gentlemen. But, oh. but very, very cool um, being here as usual. Uh, let's see. Alexa Taylor, hello. Cody Yoda, hello from me. Jerome Latmer, hello from me. And Kevin Daddy, hello from me. I know G, um, G4L Truth Lamberlar wasn't here. Hello. You know what? That's his new nickname. G4L Truth Lambler. Yeah. He's like a lamb right in the slaughter. Hey, guys, this is uh, some good news. He can hear us now. Oh, excellent. Oh. Excellent. If he's ready, well, we'll then. All right. Joy, don't count, Eric. Well, listen, I respect all these gentlemen on here. So. Yes. Me no, too. No, Morton for some no Ricky Morton, I borrow Brosley. You're about to, you're about to be introduced to him. One yeah. more wait, one more thing before we go we do it. Hold on. Oh oh my oh jeez. <laughs> Who sent you that? You. Who sent you that? That was it Alex. Yes, and that oh, I would Alex Parisi Alex. Alexa, my that, mini that, me. That's good right there. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Brennan. All right, get him on here. Okay, here we go. To be on the serious side of things, well, folks, the moment that you've all been waiting for, as we got ourselves a WWE Hall of Famer, he is also one half of one of the greatest legendary tag teams of all time. I'm talking about the Rock and Roll Express. Mm-hmm. He, he is a um, you know multiple. He's a nine-time NWA World Tag Team Champion with uh, Rick, Rick, uh, Robert Gibson, many others, and all along the titles that he hold on to. And we'll talk a little more about that. So, folks, it is an honor to have a WWE Hall of Famer. Please welcome in Ricky Morton. Uh, can you finally hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, yeah, brother. We can hear you. Oh, oh, oh. I want to apologize. We have some bad storms here, and it's Aye. really messing up everything around. Aye. Guys, I thank you for having me on your show. I've been looking absolutely. We've been honored to have you on here, sir. Thank you, guys. Honor, an honor, man. Uh, right. What can I get away with, and I can't get away with? <laughs> well, well, I mean, this is live, uncut, unedited, uncensored, so feel free to say whatever you need. To say. I'm just, hey, I'm just messing with you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I mean, oh, oh, yeah, I mean, what the, hey. like I said before, during, I think before or maybe during when we were starting live, I kind of liked the part where, like, when you're at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, you're talking to your, to, you know, uh, about, about your tag team partner, you know, about, and then he brings up his kids, and then, you know, and, and then you said, "Yeah, they all look like me." I was just dying. My, I was just dying laughing right there. You know, uh, Robert said that about mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I heard one of y'all mention something about somebody hung. Uh, I don't know if y'all was just messing around on the internet. Oh well, was, well I was ta- I was referring to the American Idol uh, tryout, the William Hung Hung kid. Yeah, but, um, you know, I like that. The way you, I don't know how you pronounce that, a William. Hung or what? Yeah, I thought you were talking about Robert Gibson. You know, people ask me all the time. So, Ricky Morton, what? What's the difference between you and Robert? I said, Well, I walk up, put it in. He puts it in, walks up. 
<laughs> what are those things? <laughs> I'm loving this already. Yeah, it's all mine. This is awesome. This is awesome. Hey guys, I, I hate to interrupt. My name, oh. this is Kerry. I'm his boy. And uh, oh yes, <laughs> yes. Listen, we we had some hell of a difficulties getting on here, so we're we're, we're happy to be here. So like oh. you said, we had some really bad storms here, but uh, mm. yeah, it's still it's still the same thing in my area. You know, hey, knock it off out there with the weather. <laughs> yeah, you know, even my. You know, even my dog's up here curl up in the bed. Up under the bed. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you. It's, yeah, it's supposed to start raining, raining at 9 o'clock my time. As well. Thank you, pardon. It's about the same time, isn't it? Y'all Easter time? Yeah. yeah, Easter time. Eastern time here. Where's everybody from? Everybody from different places? I'm, I'm from am, Buffalo, New York. Buffalo. Yes, I am from New Bedford, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. South yep. Carolina. You know, I knew oh. a senator from Mass who went out on a search for a PCIS. He fucked <laughs> up and found it and fucked it and drowned it, and that was it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> 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 this is great. Is that too much? <laughs> uh, oh, no, oh, no, man. As a matter of fact, you know, when I say South Carolina, I've actually seen you more than once, Ricky, you know, like at that big-time wrestling event, you know, in Spartanburg. Oh, yeah, man. Cool. Uh, you know, uh, I, I miss God since the pandemic has come in, dude. It's really kicked everybody in the ass. And you know, and I, it has. you know, somebody, I, a guy asked me the other day, said, Who's your toughest opponent you ever had? And I said, Age. And uh, it's, <laughs> Age. And, you know, and, I, and it was right there on the Great Road, too. And, uh, and then, you know, then the pandemic happened. But don't get me wrong. I, I, I work out and I keep myself in shape. But, you know, it, it's it's coming to the end of the road, you know. But, I, I uh, you know, my son here, Carrie, he, he was on here earlier. And then, uh, but, you know, he's starting his wrestling career. But you got to understand he had a four-year fully paid ride to college. And uh, his daddy's opinion, he's damn sure gonna take it. So, uh, but but it's good though. Uh, I know we guys here on the podcast, a uh, podcast, it's a lot of things that I'd love to tell you, but I can't right now because you understand I'm from the old school and I still kayfabe. But uh, just keep watching, you're gonna see something really cool real soon. Okay, okay. looking forward. That's there you go. Mm-hmm. Well. I got like two questions for my mom, and and yeah, you could tell my hey, my mom and dad. Hey, uh, no, he's not mine. And uh... <laughs> 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 no, that was good, man. That, okay, that hey, that was good. Right into that one. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh my god, I did not expect that, but that was pretty good. And if he's cross-eyed, it's Robert. Okay. But go <laughs> I'm sorry. I, wait, hey, no, hold, no, on. hold on. Uh, there was a question that was asked. What is kayfabe? It's a, it's another way called like um, another way of saying be fake or whatever. Like try to play a character, you know, not to break Acting character. Only, and, only like an actor. Is that are you asking me the the no 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 there was a no there was someone asking I I had to I had to answer it you know real quick so that way but I had to so yeah my mom there was like two questions 
you know, she couldn't be here now. I don't know about my dad, but still, he's uh, doing something teaching. But, you know, <laughs> but uh, however, uh, she asked one question. What did your mother say when you, you, you said you wanted to be a wrestler? Well, dude, I was in that. I'm, I was in, I'm from a family, you know, wrestling family. My dad was a wrestler and a referee out of Memphis. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? If anything, as long as you had a job. No, I couldn't, man. Uh, you know, at that time and in, in era, back in the late 70s, I swear. Hmm. Because really, I didn't want to be a wrestler. I, uh, you know, because I was in the time in the midset with the, you know, every wrestler weighed 500 pounds and, you know, he, you know, they wouldn't even let them into all you could eat buffets because they eat everything in the damn thing. Uh, but, but I'm just saying that for an example, but no, you know, wrestling business, I've seen it changing and I've seen it going in a different direction. I see. And, and my mom, you know, she raised, you know, I have four brothers, five boys and, we all went with our dad uh, in the early seventies because he pulled the wrestling ring and put it up and he had his job until he went to Memphis where he just had a full-time job refereeing in. And it was very cool because uh, at that time when Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee and all of them were in Memphis, that was the hottest territory in the country. And my dad made real good money. So it, it was all right with her. Oh, cool. Excellent. Yeah. Am I too close to the camera? Shit. No, 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 you're good, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, got a booger in my nose. Hey, would y'all tell me if I did? <laughs> well, then again, mate. Well, then again, that depends on the situation at hand. Go ahead. But man. now here's a second question she wanted to know. Okay. Who were you most excited about wrestling with when the, when you first started being, when you started getting to be a big name in the business? Who, who I mean, like, uh, as Robert and I were tag team, who do we like wrestling with and stuff like, you know, you know, I made a post of the day, uh, uh, of me and Ivan Koloff and seeing, you know, Ivan worked all the big territories and that's, and as a kid, when you worked, in our wrestling business, that's when you had territories. You worked underneath, and the ter the the areas that I worked, you know, like Ivan and Andre and uh, all those guys, yeah. they came in. Uh, I got to know Andre when I went to Charlotte. Got to know him real good then, you know. And then Ivan Koloff, yeah. And you guys have really got to understand this is how much our business has changed. Uh, we were talking about, and you answered a question out there for somebody earlier about kayfabe. But the first time we went into uh, Shelby, North Carolina for NWA, we are wrestling the Russians. I have never met Ivan uh, until I got in the ring to wrestle that night. You know, because you, you didn't have the opportunity to sit down and go over everything in the world. Uh, you're on two different sides of the building. And and a lot of guys didn't even know them because if you notice when we won we went the whole hour on the TV show. But see the other guys, they didn't know they had other matches down there. Me and Robert were just first against the Russians. And see, this is how great our business is. They didn't tell nobody that we were gonna win the belts. They didn't tell nobody 
that our match was going a whole TV show. That's and that's what's so great about our businesses that that now generation and guys they don't even understand. Uh, so when I got in and, and meeting the Russian bear, just getting in the ring with him and the chemistry that, you know, in our, in our business, good workers is, is having chemistry with somebody in the ring. Uh, and that was one of my greatest, you know, I, I'm, I'm really going to say that. I mean, we, you know, I had my runs with the cornet, you know, we had a big run with the Manai Express before we even came to North Carolina. And then we started it all over again. But somebody like Ivan Koloff, and wow, man, he it, and what a machine, and what a he was everything that I ever fantasized of being in the ring. And then, uh, needless to say, Nature Boy Rick Fire, uh, he was another one. But I, but I know I didn't know Rick, but I know Rick. You know, when I when I was a young kid doing jobs, and uh, I'd go up to St. Louis. And this is one of the, and you go in and you put, I always wanted to put Rick Hover on St. Louis because here you are working on a territory. He started to death out of Kansas City or Oklahoma. And you go wrestle Rick Flair and, and put him over on TV. And after the match, he would shake your hand and put a hundred dollar bill in your hand. Well, that's more money than you made all week. So uh, that's uh some of the guys and some of them that I really, then I got to know Rick real good, you know, after I, we went to the Carolinas. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. I don't know what was Did going I on. Answer it? Was yeah, you answer You answer good. Um, okay. There is another question. I think my, my dad just sent me this. He said, <laughs> he said, what was it like to with like, okay. What was it like working for Bill Watts in Mid-South versus Bill Watts in WCW. Okay. Uh, at the, at the time, Bill Watts' territory now, guys. This is a, a, a – and I hope you did. Listen, it's, it's going to take a minute to answer yeah. this question because I'm going to be a squirrel jumping from limb to limb. <laughs> oh. now, one thing that I didn't like about territories – a long time ago is because uh, the, the owner was the top baby face or the top heel. So uh, unless, you know, if he was a baby face and you were the heel where you could go in there for a good six, eight months to a year and work on top against Bill Watts. You understand me as a top heel, right. but uh, as a baby face, you were Lori. He was absolutely screwed. You were, uh, you wouldn't, but at the time, Bill Watts was retiring. Excuse me, guys. <coughs> Bill Watts was retiring, and and see, and, and nobody in his territory was smaller than six seven. You know, three hundred fifty pounds. And, and a matter of fact, when Robert and I first went in to Louisiana for Bill Watts. Abdullah the Butcher was his top baby face. Now, to give you a reason that, you know, nobody's ever seen two young kids come in because everybody, and the reason Abdullah was baby face is because they brought in another heel for Bill Watts to do a program with 
So they had to turn Abdullah Babyface to wrestle this hero. Heels, this hill could beat Abdullah for Bill Watts to wrestle. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's the way territories worked, and they really sucked. <laughs> but at that time, we had that great opportunity for, for Bill Watts. And if you ever read Bill Watts's book, now here we come in. It's the same thing we did in we come in when we first went into there, we worked with Nikolai Volkov and Barry Dorso, which they were the Russians there at the time until Barry went to join Ivan. Uh yeah, here we are. You know, the rock and roll express. We got the long, you know, the hair mullets for wrestling, ring mullets, whatever you want to call it. It's something new. They're young. We shot videos of us and they brought us in. And guys had sometimes I don't like but we actually blew that territory completely out of the water. And now, you know, then after that we left in you know the history of of NWA Jimmy Crockett promotions. But see when Bill Watts, see they went through a lot of shit, a lot of people, bookers and everybody else that thought they knowed everything about our business and really didn't know shit. Mm. Here, when I first get to, you know, when WCW goes there, they have a gentleman that come in by the name of Bill Hurd. Now, he was uh, a pizza guy, but he was a <laughs> corporate pizza guy. And see, this is what WCW wanted to do. They wanted to turn it all corporate. They did not want nobody in the office that knew anything about wrestling because they wanted to be corporate. I, I really didn't get to understand. So, so for example, take this right here. Bill Hurd had this great idea about tag team wrestling. So he brought in a tag team called the Ding Dongs from <laughs> Bellsville. <laughs> and do you, uh, you know, man, and, and that was such a great idea, you dumbass. See, <laughs> it actually just the ratings drop like a son of a bitch. Obviously. Yeah, so then they brought Bill Watts in, but see, before I screwed up, I never had a contract. Hmm. Okay, and then they, they didn't give Bill Watts the thing to sign people to contracts with. You understand me? Uh, a lot of them already had them, like Cornette and them there. And it's just like Bill, you know, Bill try. he tried his best with Robert and I. You know, you, it's just 1990, I never forget that. You know, it's the New Year's, you know, you know Robert and I are going to kick Heine in the 90s. And, and dude, we was getting this point, and Bill Watts is standing there doing his to the camera, listen, listen to the people. But they still didn't like it. They didn't, the, they wanted something new. They didn't want Robert and I. And uh, so uh, they put all these brain surgeons in uh, charge of WCW. Hmm. And that's why they put it $600 million in the hole. Uh, but it, it, to me, you know, if you read Bill Watts' book, he, he owned uh, Mid-South for like 11 or 12 years. And the year that Robert and I were there, he made more money than he owned it in the whole, 10 year, whole time, just that one year. Uh, so uh, 
So, so Bill, needless to say, I'm trying to tell you is he really liked Robert and I. We made him a lot of money. Well, matter of hell, we made a lot of promoters a lot of money. I always remember about a promoter, they get the first count. Okay. So <laughs> I, I answered that. Oh, it was good. In fact, I mean, like the ding dongs. I, I mean, when you said that, I, I knew some of us were going to just bust out laughing. I mean, like, I, that's like a that's like a dick joke waiting to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yes, and, and you know what, man? You know, I, I, the Hurricane Corona. Uh, you know, it was uh, the front head scissors, and I. Don't yeah, oh, you mean the? Oh, you mean the Frankensteiner? Okay, but then listen. To me. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. No, no, this is great though. You know, I had a match somewhere in. Uh, Bill, he had a good match, too. So, Bill Hurd wanted to see me. And, uh, guys, you can do what you want or have your own opinion about anything. But Jim heard that. And I said, wow, man, I might be going to get me a contract. Because, you know, I worked with Brian Pillman or somebody had a hell of a match. Oh, yeah. And oh, wait, wait, wait. Office. Was it the one with uh, Jushin Thunder Liger at one time with Brian Pillman? It might, I don't know, but but what what I'm saying is, is he called me into the office, right? And, uh, and I thought it was going, and he looked at me dead in my face and pointed his finger at me. And goes, "What do you mean doing the Frankensteiner on TV?" Well, the Frankensteiner was similar to the Hurricane Corona or Front Head Scissors, and and that and and I looked at him. I says. Are you, are, you, are you serious? Are you shitting me? I mean, uh, are you really asking me this? You know, I'm looking for Alan Funt or somebody on candy fucking camera. I, I don't know. I thought he set me up for something. Y'all guys know who Alan Funt is, don't you? Oh, yeah, candy camera. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's, what I, that's who the fuck I was looking for. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, he was, no, but he was serious. I said, dude, I did a hunt, a front head scissors. And gentlemen, for all of you to know, I invented a motherfucker. So uh, you can kiss my, <laughs> me and Bobby Eaton did. So, uh, and he looked at me, went, okay, that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> I don't get no raise. No, I don't get no royalties. No, I'm not saying that. But, you know, it's just the way it is, dude, uh, in our corporate business. So, uh, this is the kind of shit that you had to put up with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's, you know, and don't, you know, you got all these two, you got AEW, you got Ring of Honor, you got WWE, you got NWA, uh, I can name on and on. But you see, all these organizations, I, I really love them. The reason why is because it's more opportunity for the guy, the wrestler guys and girls. It's more opportunity for them to work. And in CNWCW, they were so obsessed with with uh, Fitz McMahon. You know, I'm sitting in there one time when Eric Bischoff talks about bringing Kevin Nash and Scott All and what they're going to do and what they're going to do. The Outsiders, I think. What's that? The Outsiders. The Outsiders, the NWO. Yeah, but I'm listening to this and I'm going what the fuck are you talking about? You know, to me, I'm myself because, and if you know that, I mean, they, I don't understand. 
It's just like some of the, I don't understand why you bring this guy in that's been on this TV for 20 years, which it's all right. Underneath. Uh, that's what really bothers me sometimes. You know, I'm, I, you know I'm, I don't have the answers to everything. I'm not always right, but I'm never fucking wrong. I can promise you that. Uh, my wife told me, tells me that every day. So, uh, but, but seriously, uh, I was at a time in the business where the boys depended on each other. And I don't know how we got here. I'm, I'm on this limb way over here now, but, uh, to know that our, our wrestling business, it's not dead. You just got a lot of people running it that don't have a damn clue what they're doing. And, uh, and that's what really gets to me. I see so many things and, you know, and I have people, Ricky Morton, you're one of the best sellers. Uh, and uh, how do you do this? Well, take for instance, you watch TV, I, you know, I'm selling, but see, I can sell one punch better than I can 47. I can sell one kick better than I can 47 because some of the shit they do on TV when I'm in the ring and I try to make people believe in me, what they're doing to me, they're really doing it to me. But you can't hit a son of a bitch 25 times in the face and expect him to, you know, if I was working with him, I'd just lay in the ring because actually in real life, you're fucking dead. Excuse my language, guys. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. But you're dead. <clears throat> and I don't know how we got to here, but that's some of the stuff that... that that I'd love to take to one of these big, big companies and tell them, please give me the opportunity just one time. One time, give me the opportunity. Give me a month and see if I can change things. All right, let's go. <laughs> you know, I will say, though, I agree with what you're talking about in regards to Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and all that, you know. And, I mean, I can't argue with you in regards to, you know, Kevin Nash. You know, and, you know, what really kind of bothers me is the fact that WCW had a lot of ways to bring opportunity to the next generation of stars, like back in the mid to late eight, 90s and all that. But the thing is, once Hogan and, and he came through the door and then Nash and Hall followed, per, you know, suit, it just became, these guys it, became it became from business to chaos at this point. Yeah, but these guys, listen to me, guys. All I wanted was a job. Matter of fact, I would have helped Klondike Bill put the damn ring up if they just gave me a job, gave me a contract. Here you go. Now, here I, you know, these guys signed themselves to seven, eight million, ten million a year. I know Kevin Nash's contract. If anybody else come in and, and their contract was higher, his went to the same. Now I asked them, they, you know, I says, man, I, I'm wanting a contract. I just want a job. Oh, we, we're not doing next week. They signed Bret Hart for $11 million. Uh, I mean, could you gave him 10 million, 900,000 to let me have a, a hundred thousand to work, you know, to, to work, put the ring up, get you fucking coffee. It didn't matter. I just wanted a job. And a lot of people don't understand that. That's uh, 
that's what really blew my mind and, and to see some of the stuff like that that then you know some of the people that they did bring in that were absolutely horrible <laughs> no all right i guess i better say what's on my mind shouldn't i yeah okay. okay there's some questions that have been asked before i mean uh no i mean look i'm not going to pay attention to the chat because i'm not really having any problems with it but however i will ask this uh one question uh, what was it like working with uh jim uh Cornette, you know whether he was with you or against you or anything in between like what was it like to work with him in general well uh, listen you know I, that's good that you're jabbing I don't mind that, but you know, understand one thing. I we made history together, Robert and I, and the Midnight Express and Jimmy Cornette. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and we did. What so? And and working. See, I knew Jimmy before he got in the wrestling business. He's a photographer. Oh yeah, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. He took pictures around the ring, and everybody hated him. Everybody hated him. Even I hated him. Because I remember Jerry Jarrett, when he first got him, he told you with the fan that you do the boys, you're going to make a million dollars. So that's what happened. That's how that turned out to be. Uh, no matter what, uh, no matter what, uh, I still love Jimmy Cornette. I mean, I, I got into him. You know, it's a lot of things. But you guys got to take this in consideration, too. Jimmy Cornette wrestled. I mean, he was in the office and a lot of the big territory. I mean, big businesses, your big ones. And he got right. fired for one of them. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just that. Uh, a lot of things that he talks about on his podcast and stuff. He, he wasn't even there. He don't even really know. But that's as far as I'm going to go with that. Because I love Jimmy. Uh, you know, because I... That's just the way I am. I uh, I have something that I believe in, and I believe it in my heart. And no matter what Jimmy could ever do, you know, Snover, I, I still got to love him. All right? That's my thoughts on that. Because I knew you was going to do the jab and the punch and this and that. <laughs> but I still love Jimmy. Bobby Eaton's the greatest guy in the world. Uh, and Dennis, Dennis is... And, you know, all them guys, Stan Lane, the prettiest man in the world. You know, I'm not a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I told Stan one time, I said, man, if I was a, if I was a girl, you'd be all in me. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty man, boy. Stan Lane. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So I think I've probably, you know, gotten some questions, you know, here and there regarding to, Whether it was my parents or somebody in the chat that would ask that, Uh, I'm gonna let some other people go at it. I'll go. Let's go with Brandon. You can ask me anything. I don't care. I don't care what you know. I I paid my dues in this business, and nobody even has a clue. Well, yeah, and I and I know, and I and I actually respect that to the fullest degree. I'm just you know thinking like it's about time that other people got to ask questions too, because you know, like you know, like my other co-hosts, it can't just be me. I mean, I'm done most asking. I was just, uh, I'll, I'm hoping that the callers do. Uh, that's the ones I want to answer the questions for. <laughs> of course. So, Brandon, you're the one who booked him. So, yes, absolutely. 
Well, my first question is, what was it like working with the, the original ECW? But, uh, thank you, Paul. I, I, I did. The hear. original ECW. The original OG oh. Paul Heyman. Oh, how'd I oh. like working? Oh. How'd I work, uh, like working for him? Yeah. You know, uh, that was a way advanced business there. <laughs> God, it was, you know, it was fun when you went there, but, uh, but you, you know, uh, you know, that was hardcore shit, dude. And, you know, and I was in my forties when I went there, uh, I had, I, I love, you know, Paul Heyman had, you know, I like Paul. Uh, he's got, he had a lot of good ideas and, and you notice he made a lot of stars in this business. Mm -hmm. So what? Uh, and this what this wasn't one. I mean, you know, everybody that come in there, uh, you know, even from Boo Bradley, there everybody that you know that they all that was there. So I, I enjoyed myself there. I, it was uh, it was different. God, you know that I I didn't even know they redone the ECW building until I because we was going to wrestle there for New Japan. I hadn't been in there since then. And uh, I go to the building and I went, this ain't the ECW building. <laughs> and then they showed it to me. They explained, they changed, you know, they remodeled the whole thing and it made it good. But I had a good time there. I, I'm sorry, I want to part in for a second. I, I kind of find it funny too. I, I'm parting in. So I, I was watching the ECW clip the other day and I happened to see this lady going out to the ring with my old man. And I said, now, what the hell? Wait a second. And I saw this big, blonde, curly hair, and I kept on thinking. I said, holy shit, that's my mom. I was your manager for the night, I think, right? I'm losing it. I said, mom. I started screaming for her, and, and she works out of town, so I happened to FaceTime her. Let me put the camera on the I happened to FaceTime her. I said, mom. I saw your ass and your boobs tonight, and I was not happy about it. <laughs> 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 That's my story with DCW. Uh, that was great. Well, one, only Typical one thing to son. say. After, only one thing to say after, after hearing that. ECW. ECW. Show your tits. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> The fan is the most son of a bitches in the world. Oh, you know, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they showed no mercy. I, I watched a oh, yeah. spot a fuck up and the whole building be chatting, you fucked up. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, those, those fans, great. Those fans, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow there. And oh, Bam Bam was a big baby. I was a heel there. And uh, Bam Bam was that. Uh, and and I, I know you guys are on to business, but I'm in the ring and I'm working. And some fan was hollering, do this, do that, drive down, give him that. And I stopped the match. 
I completely stopped the match. And I went over and I grabbed a microphone and I pointed my finger at him. I said, guys, in my days, the heels called the matches. So in this match, I'm the heel. So you sit down out there and keep your fucking mouth shut. Okay. Wow. I don't wow. know. I hope y'all got that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had a great time there. You get away with anything there. Yeah. You know, I watched guys turn into, you know, Peter Pan flying off them balconies and doing songs, you know, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You Breaking know, tables. Like, yeah, but yeah. you go know, out there and, yeah. You know, Randy Savage and I was the first one to ever break a table. Uh, that was years ago. What, bud? I think I need to be under. Oh, I'm going to join it again. So I pardon my ways. That's all right. I, I just wanna, That's all right, I man. I hear stories a lot, and I love hearing stories. So I research myself, and he kind of doesn't go into details a little bit. Not so real, real quick. I'm going to put in. Uh, I'm a huge wrestling fanatic. Obviously, I'm doing this as my job now. I'm very, very uh, grateful. But uh, I, I'm telling you, this is something that that doesn't get enough credit that when it's due. Is Randy Savage and Ricky in Memphis wrestling? Uh, we're the first ones to go through uh, a table in the whole history of professional wrestling. Wow! So I'm thinking, mm. I'm like these guys that went do it today. They obviously, you know, they do it just to do it to get that pop from the crowd. Obviously, oh, boom! You go through a table, big boom for the crowd, and then you know they don't put necessarily a story together. But <clears throat> that that's really kind of cool when you think about it. In this crowd, if you guys ever get a chance, uh, go on YouTube. And search up, you know, Randy Savage, Ricky Morton table. And I, I think something like that will pop up. But the reaction from that crowd is absolutely insane. You know, it, it's ballistic to see these people's faces and the cameras going all over the place and people are throwing. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Because so our, our business was different then. And when he'd done it, you know, they actually thought he killed them. <laughs> you know, so uh, it was incredible. Great. Randy Savage was. What an unbelievable worker he was, too. Man. Oh man, he's like he's like one of my favorite uh, legends in in a sense. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, and it's cool. But you know, I, I uh, a lot of guys, a lot of the guys got hurt there too. Uh, yeah. ECW, yeah. and and that was the only thing I didn't like about it. You know, because the guys didn't really understand how to take care of each other. Uh, you know, oh yeah, it's for that pop that they wanted, and I, and I come from a, a time and era that, you know, I've wrestled a, a many a times where I was injured, where I injured myself, and go thirty minutes in a match with my shoulder plumb out, but the boys that I worked with took care of me, and and they knew how to take it where the fans didn't know, and that's things that nobody even thinks about or even understands about our business anymore and trying to tell these guys that somebody's phone ringing <laughs> answer it ring a, ring a ling a ling answer that son of a bitch I, <laughs> I, if it's my wife tell her oh, I'm not here no 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 he's not here he's just uh reliving ecw again what do you mean coming home half drunk i said i ran out of money 
but uh, that's what my uh, that's what my dad should say every now and then. Here. <laughs> oh man! Oh wait, then I could be. Well, I could be talking to him. Who? who how do I know that? <laughs> I got him off guard. <laughs> I'm gonna put my headphones in here. I got it here. Like his headphone in. Do you want to put headphone? No, I can't. My, I have an iPhone 12. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. Oh, it's all right. I still got the flip, son of a bitch. Well, I knew he was going to have something old school. I just thought, you know what? The flip phone. Okay, you know what? I'll, 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 I'll take that. No, this, is, this is my phone. I'm serious. Oh, okay. All right. So oh. I got one. Okay. No, cheap plug real quick, though, if you guys are not following. Obviously, the Rent Podcast is uh, – feel free to follow them on all social medias. You know, that's a big thing, too, is check out the sponsors. Quick plug, sorry. Yes. Appreciate it, Quint. Yeah. Okay, so now that we got that one, uh, Eric, what do you want to ask him? Uh, your rivalry, Jim Cornette. Uh, is one of the greatest rivalries in wrestling, in my in my humble opinion. Uh, my favorite. I can't believe it all started when you and Robert decided to smash his face into a cake. I cracked yeah. up. I thought it was the funniest oh, thing. Oh, my dad just watched that recently. Oh, it was so funny. And you made Bill Watson day. Uh, this this rivalry spanned many organizations, including the. If, you ever thought that it would made it up to the World Wrestling Federation or now WWE? You know what, dude? I. Uh, I mean, you asked me that everything. No, re repeat that again. I, I, um, did yeah. you, um, sorry about that, sir. Um, did you ever think that this rivalry with Jim Cornette would go over and spill over into the WWE or World Wrestling Federation back in 93? Well, no, 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 no. And the reason why is, you know, I, I don't know if you guys know Vince or not, but I do know Vince. Uh, it wasn't Vince's idea. Mm. So, uh, I knew it wasn't going to go there. Now, we went to WWF, and uh, and he reversed it. Jimmy Cornette managed us later. I don't know if you remember that or not. Oh, that was a shocker when, in 98 when you aligned yourself with Jim Cornette <laughs> yeah. during that whole NWA rivalry. That would have been a great rivalry during yeah, the Attitude Era. it was great. And, and understand that point, and I'm going to go back to Jimmy. See, Jimmy took care of us. You know, yeah. we went, we left uh, WCW and went to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Smoky Mountain Wrestling, mm -hmm. I had some of the best times I ever had in my business because you wasn't pressured. You wasn't under that. I mean, could you think about working for Vince? Man, you have to walk on crackers 24-7. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not my kind of deal. You know, if I don't like something, I speak up and I tell you that. Uh, mm -hmm. But we'd be wrong if he called me tomorrow. Huh? Yes, sir. No. But uh, – we, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it went on for years, even, you know, even when we went into Smoky Mountain, we had Tom Pritchard and, and uh, Jimmy Del Rey as a heavenly bodies. Well, they still bought Bobby and the, but when that closed down and, and after our little time, cause we didn't have a, a run at WWF. We always lost in the, in the shuffle there anyway. So, but after yeah. that was a independence circuit. Holy crap, man! We you know, we went back to work with Bobby and Dennis uh, when Cornette wasn't with them though on the independent circuit, and dude, we made a lot of money. Uh, sure did. I mean, a lot of money. Uh, <coughs> work with those guys, and even as uh, today, if uh, <coughs> if Bobby and Dennis are still working, hey, people still buy a ticket to watch it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was mind blowing when I saw you guys like when when, um, when I first heard about you guys going to um, WWE back in '93 was when the Survivor Series report when you guys battled the Heavenly Bodies for the Smoky Mountain Tag Titles. I'm like, wait a minute, Rock and Roll Express. I read about I read about you guys in the magazines. We didn't have any computers back then, obviously, yes. but internet wasn't huge. I should say. You know, we um, I read about match on that yeah. Survivor Series, but see, all that was was it was an angle for Smoky Mountain and uh, and. Uh, because the heavenly bodies were the one leaving, they were going to uh, WWE. Yeah, and uh, see, and and it's really Jimmy was smart. You know, he worked that thing out with Vince, and mm. you know, and it was really cool because you know they beat us at the Survivor Series, mm. I think. Uh, but when we, but see, the whole deal was was building for a loser leave town. Uh. I mean, if you guys ever get a chance to watch that, it's the greatest finish in the world. Uh, that's Jimmy Cornette's finish. And it was because the fans thought we were leaving, uh, going to WWE. Or <laughs> <laughs> WWF at the time. But it reversed and see, and all it did was get us ready to bring New Jack and Mustafa in. See, that's where they came in. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I, I know where you're going at with that. <laughs> yeah, they were the next heel team coming in. And, uh, and see, and that loser leave town, man. It's, I mean, because actually I, I did the interviews and everything like Robert. The people thought we was really going to leave. You hear me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch the finish. Jimmy Cornette tells, tells the story. He goes, nah, the the pop at the finish. Look here, they were throwing babies in the air, and they was doing. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Just watch the fans; they just lost their mind. Yeah, at, you know, at that time and era, it, they really, you know, they still believed in our. Wasn't it was a lot better than it is now. How's that? Okay. Um, all right. Thank you for answering my question, sir. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, there's one question, and I think I kind of remember this a little briefly because I've seen a little bit of clips here and there. Um, what was it like working in the NWA total nonstop action, like NWA TNA? Uh, that, that, uh, NWA TNA? So remember, back in it's the early 2000s, you were working for TNA. You guys had a good angle with uh, – you guys had a couple of angles. Um, that's when the boys were just starting. That's when TNA wrestling just picked up. And you know what? I, I had, you know, over my, my course of my career, guys, I have had over 10,000 matches. Uh, I have to go back. Sometimes I watch, you know, uh, the wrestling stream on TV. And hell, I forgot even about that match. Uh, so uh, this is one, too. This is the era of when a TNA is. This is back when. Uh, we worked with uh, James Storm and him. Yeah, this is yeah, uh, yeah, Amer yeah. The uh, you know America's most, most wanted. wanted. Yep. Yeah, just, and you were with yes, yes. you were with Vince Russo, I think, right? Beg your pardon. You were with Vince Russo, Sports Entertainment yeah. Extreme. Yeah, I was with Russo. He brought us here, and uh, you know, it was just, just another thing that we had as a job. That's <laughs> how so it was, you know. And, and and serious, I didn't stay there long either. Uh, you know, they were looking at a new direct direction and, you know, and, you know, you had Dixie Carter and all them there. And it, was, it was fun, but it wasn't what I was really looking for in a business. You know what, guys? I, I really enjoyed 
you know, 15 years or 20 years ago, just working independent. Uh, and believe this or not, during this pandemic, <clears throat> I have made more money than I ever made in my life. Uh, and, and I'm serious. I never had the contracts. Uh, mm. It's like, and, and, and having a great opportunity. You know, it's like I, I was blessed a little bit. And, and I'm not the kind of guy, see, because I come from the old school, Dad. A lot of guys during this pandemic, no work, no thing. That's reason that I do a lot of these for. Uh, have a lot of my friends. You know, they can't pay the bills. Uh, so I uh, I help them out. And I want to thank y'all for having me on here for doing that. But you you see, that's where I come from. I mean, we was, but even during this pandemic, man, gosh, it was really going good. Uh, before, I mean, but now it's just the, the virtual things we do. Uh, reality. Now, we are, are y'all up north? Because I'm going to be in New Jersey coming up. Uh, we're going to do, we got a little run. Y'all know, y'all know Eric Sims? Eric Sims, never heard of him. Okay, he's just a guy that brings us in up there. I know we're wrestling in, in New Jersey. Then we have a bunch of these uh, autograph signings. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a whole different thing. Robert and I are just now uh, really getting into them because it's a hell of a lot better than getting slammed. You know, nowadays, the guys, you know, they want to suplex you off the top rope to the damn concrete floor. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and then tell you to kick out on one. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. You know, it's so different. I just don't, you know, our business has changed so much. But, uh, yeah. But back in TNA, and and and, and I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. <clears throat> I remember the James Storm. You know him and his the guy that was his partner. Chris Harris. Chris Harris, America's yeah, most wanted. Chris Harris, the Wildcat. <laughs> Where was he at now? You y'all guys know? Uh, well, currently I don't know what Chris Harris is doing. He could be working the independence, or maybe he could be, you know, maybe I at home. He's still an impact, I think. And James Storm, well, you know James Storm. Yeah, I know he's still with Impact. But as for Chris Harris, I don't know where he's at. Yeah, James is—he's back with NWA, isn't he? Oh, he's always oh, with Impact. Yeah, he's with Impact now, teaming up with uh, Chris Saban, actually. Okay. So <coughs> I can't hear. Are you a straight talk? Yes. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm getting asked a hundred questions around here. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing two. I'm doing five of these at one time. Okay. <laughs> Man, no, I'm going. Go it's ahead. Like the pre, it's like the press conference. Now, now, they don't. They, they, the they just don't know when to shut up, don't they? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the screen here, and 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 Brian, that's you up here in the top left corner, right? Brandon. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Brandon. Now here's the cat. Just down in the right corner. Because you're all fuzzed out, man. I'm all fuzzed out. You look like you're high. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, man, look at me, man. Orderly, man. I'm a little teaching Chong a moment. <laughs> what did you say, fella? Teaching Chong. I was doing my teaching Chong impression. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I think I was buzzed out. This is great. He's not here, man. <laughs> this is great. I love this guy. 
This is awesome. <laughs> so, so, guys, let's ask you a question. We're kind of curious, too, and we, we always kind of do this on podcasts, too, and I'm kind of just putting my way in as well. But when, when you guys are wrestling today, obviously you guys are wrestling fans. What do you guys uh, look for in wrestling? Like, what, what, what do you guys want that's different in wrestling, or what do you like about wrestling nowadays? Oh, that's a good you question. Know, we never, we, we yeah. never had, we never had this happen before. I mean, we have the, we, we, we're being interviewed now. It's like, it's like, uh, it's opposite day. Turnabout's fair play. I guess you, I guess you're right. I'll, I'll answer it last. Uh, okay. I need the, the product. The hey, product. Here, I feel like I'm at the police station. I'm getting fingerprinted here. So. <laughs> and I'm serious. <laughs> oh, this is great, man. Is it work, this is awesome. Yeah. This is great. No, but, oh, man. No, I'm set. I have an iPhone, but I, I got a new one. Ah. So he's set. Oh, thumbprint scan? Yeah, and I'm doing the fingerprint. <laughs> yet. Um, you know. Well, it's too late now. It's for the government. <laughs> hey, all I do is call and go down and get a set. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. He's great. You know oh man, he's still rocking that sweet mullet too, man. You I'm know, telling you. I'm glad we asked. You know, he asked that question because you know I still, even though I'm 64 years old, <laughs> uh, I still have a lot to offer this business. Oh, yeah. uh, that's behind the scenes. And, hey, and and I really like to get into some of the people's heads sometimes and see what they really want. Uh, but, but you know, this 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 shit you're gonna shoot Hugo out of a cannon, and, and he don't sell it. You know, that's not that's something that I want to get far away from, guys. Uh, I, I enjoy some of the wrestling. Don't get me wrong; some of these guys do some of the most amazing things that you could ever do. But, but hell, when I go to wrestling, I want to watch wrestling. I'm not going to the circus, you know. And I'm serious. It's just. Uh, they're flying, you know, it's like the flying trapeze act. I'm, what the hell? And every match is in competition with each other. Mm. And on the independent circuit, mm. you know, I, you know, guys ask me to watch their match. And I say, oh, did you watch the match before you? No. I said, well, you should have because y'all had the same damn match. You, just, <laughs> you know, it's just a rerun. Uh, so uh, that part. All right. What's the next question, guys? Um, well, I actually want to, I actually want to answer your son's question. So that way, you know, that way we can, you know, make it fair. I mean, Eric was about to answer the question. Uh, Eric. Yeah. What I like to see, I'm enjoying the product so far. I've been watching, um, impact AEW, uh, WWE a lot, you know, and, and answering Carrie's question, by the way. So I like the product that it is so far. Hopefully we get more um, action and more opportunities for those who don't necessarily get it. So, it's, it's the product's been pretty good so far. So, oh, that's a good question. And understand too, but as and my hats off to all these boys. I love the boys in the business and the girls. Mm. Uh, but try to go out. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. You know when you when you're used to feeding yourself mm. uh, off the fan, mm. you know that, that that slam that usually that you don't even think about. It's not even a you know, some. You know, hey, last time I, oh, I was gonna tell y'all too here in a minute, but we'll go through. But that slam hurt like a son of a bitch, mm. you know, uh, because I mean my hats are off to all the boys. And earlier we was talking about breaking tables. Did any of you guys happen to see the match I had with Joy Janela at Spring Break where we had the hard? Oh, oh. 
Okay, did you see? Funny you bring that guy up because one of our one of one of my friends has an issue with him because yeah, but that's either here or there. But continue. Yeah, but it, uh, when I uh, when I power dropped him through the table, yeah, I farted in his face. One of them good cars, but don't get me wrong. I mean, people can have. He told me, he got, right in the ring, he said, God, nobody's ever partied in my place. But, <laughs> listen to me, and I, I, I want to say something. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> what do you guys say uh, that one of your friends have an issue with? But, but see, that's all right. I, I don't have issues. I like Joey. Oh, 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 yeah. Don't but, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I bet you know Joey's what? good. The guy that don't like Joey, I like him, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I just know one of my uh, friends, you know, I mean, he's, like, tried to review one of Joey's matches, like, on live stream before. But then all of a sudden, Joey, for some reason, got offended and reported the video because he was watching one of the matches. I'm like, wait, what? But that's neither here or there. Um. Wait, hold on. Ricky Morton, can you cut a promo on j Jet? He's asking if you want to cut a promo on me. Like, On who? Me. <laughs> me? What's your name? Jordan. Jordan, what kind of promo you want me to cut on you, Jordan? What did you do to me, Jordan? <laughs> should, should I, should, first of all, should I run you down a little bit of my pedigree before I uh, cut an interview on you? You know, at the age of four, I was drinking whiskey. And two. You know, at the age of two, I ate the bottles they came in. You know, I swam around across muddy rivers and they never got wet. Mountains fell on me and I did. Now, what you want to do? Are you thinking about hitting me in the chin? You ought to be blowing up my ass trying to be my friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I know that. Okay, I'll give you points for, you know, for that was pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, um, what would I like to change in the wrestling business in my view? Well, I do know one thing in my view, and I'm and I'm gonna be honest because I, you know, because that's how I am. To me, I don't like where the product with WWE is going because I know one thing. Raw is like three hours too long. There's like too many segments than there are matches. And don't get me wrong. Every time you have the main event, it's always going to be a good, you know, classic. But that's the point. They're never, you know, they're never, you know, they're never putting too much effort into, you know, for other people that are in the show or part of the brand or whatever. That goes the same for SmackDown. Now, SmackDown it's got some good points here and there, but and then there's NXT that's already being screwed up as it is because, let's face it, they're going to be moving to Tuesday nights because they couldn't, you know, stick with Wednesday nights with uh, AEW Dynamite. Now, and if you think that lets AEW Dynamite off the uh, off the uh, like off the hook, no, it doesn't because what AEW Dynamite needs to do, they need to improve themselves. Like for example, they're like. There's like, like every week, there's only one women's match, just one. I could always, I mean, it's easily to count on it. Why? Because, well, one, I can I can count more than just one. And two, there's also more, 
there's also less tag team division matches, but there are tag team matches, but they're not based off the tag team division, which really kind of pisses me off too, to a point where back in the day, you'd have guys like you and Robert Gibson and you got have guys like the Midnight Express or, you know, or, or even the fabulous Freebirds and all those other great tag teams back in the day. And they could actually be booked and be in great tag team matches for the tag team title spots. But that was the day when you guys got utilized properly. But nowadays with AEW, they're not doing it properly. The only time they ever do it is if they're doing it on their sub show called AEW Dark. And to me, I just find it, really? You're just going to have your tag team division displayed on a sub show instead of the main show that you have every Wednesday night to go up against WWE? Well, sure. okay. Real, real quick, we... Uh, Mining, you know, the women's division is something I, I believe in very much. I feel like women deserve the credit they're due. Did you guys? We we were just talking about the Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa main event. Okay, year. that was great. That was badass. I, I'm telling you that, that Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker set a new standard for women's wrestling and professional wrestling that night. Uh, they they put they put women's wrestling on their back and they led it to all the way. So, uh, I with your opinion, I, I agree. I I, I just think. Guys deserve more credit when credit's due, but uh, I think women's wrestling is now going to hit a no, another revolution, another uh, a standpoint in this business. They're, they're going to compete with the guys. They're going to go the ways. Oh, go yeah. To, uh, to the fight. And that's something that my dad and I were talking about is, you know, in this business that you have to be different. You have to stand out or obviously you're going to get left behind. And uh, that's something that's going on right now. And uh, as we're in 2021, we're in a kind of an unprecedented time with everything going on in this world. But one thing I think is certain is wrestling is hitting a new standard. You're starting to see more of the older wrestling mixed in with the newer generation with the high flyers, with technical wrestling. And I feel like women are about to hit that standpoint. Where you're strong style. Our matches all the damn time. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 hey, guys. I, I, I see where you're coming from, man. I know that y'all uh, you're but, but if you get a chance, and I'm serious, uh, at 505 Eastern, and don't get me wrong, I have a wrestling school, and I have a show that comes on every Sunday on School of Morton uh, YouTube, Facebook. And I don't have top stars, but the, but the stories that we tell sometimes are, are, are really good. And, and and trust me, a lot of a lot of big names watch. <laughs> they won't tell you they do, but they watch my show because. I kind of have it old school, you know, where the heels get their heat uh, and the baby faces and I shoot the angles and, and then I, I go off the air that you got to wait the next week because it, my, my stuff is not all over social media. Uh, and, and it, and it works for me a lot. So, I mean, it's, it's not that, but understand it's just a wrestling school. You know, a lot of people ask me, I mean, people said, well, well you got this guy on there. It's a wrestling school. All right. Uh, and you got to learn. I mean, I, I, I'm out here trying to make some people's dreams come true. And, and it's real. You know, David, you know, Chase Owens and Bullet Club. Do you know Chase? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, New yeah, Japan. Yeah. My, you know, he's he come from my school. Uh, David Cash, Kid Cash. Remember him? Oh, I remember him. Yeah. A, a, a lot of people did. Uh, but uh, I'm trying to. And you can't do this overnight, but see it like Kerry was saying, or if you get a great mixture 
into the matches and, and, and try to go back to tell a story that if it don't get over this week, it, you don't end the son of a bitch. Uh, and like the girls, right? You know, Thunder Rose is a good friend of mine. Mm. I, uh, I never forget. I was, I was, you know, backstage while I was watching, I was in the production room when Thunder, they had the big match with all the girls at NWA and, uh, they went to the ring and Billy Corkin and David Lagana who was sitting there and boy, Thunder Rosa, she beat the shit out of everybody in the ring. And, and they both looked at me like they, they was kind of wordless. And I just looked at both of them. I said, she come to get over. She ain't fucking around. <laughs> and uh, but God, but God, she did. I respect her for that. I respect all the girls. And and I believe too. I believe the girls can can it's gonna be hard for some of the guys to follow the girls coming up, I think, in this business. If they just have somebody to direct it, build it, and give it to them. But you know, your your opinions like yes, everybody's got one. To, hello. Yeah. yeah. We can hear you. All right. I'm a next question. Okay. Um, I still can't figure this guy out down here in the corner. What kind of little light you got on there, fella? You, uh, uh, I just got a little small light in that, here. Is that a smoke-filled room or? No, 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 no. I don't hey, smoke. Man, no, I. No, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, right. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Um, All right, Michael. Uh, you haven't had a chance to ask a question. Yeah, yet, Mike. So. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mike. First. I'm right here. Hey, Michael. How you doing? I'm all right. What kind of shirt you got on? Does that say uh, No, EC3. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all didn't get that, did you? I got it at an NXT event three years ago. Mining my, my, uh, EC3 uh, on November 13th. This is Kerry speaking once again. Mm -hmm. I am in the Tracy's Mother's Invitational Tournament, uh, the Memorial Tournament. That's in Tracy's Mother's name, if you guys know who he is. Yeah, God rest his soul. Yes, and uh, EC3 is in the tournament. Mm, interesting. And the way this lineup is looking, you might see a, uh, an interesting match here in the future. Mm. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> seeing what's going to play out. Yeah. We talking Ring of Honor? We're talking. So this is going to be. Uh, it's an independent show, but I think it's going to be hosted by Fight TV and uh, a couple other promotions too. And there's going to be a huge tournament, some interesting names that I can't necessarily mention just yet. But it's going to be some names that are super rare that are going to be uh, entering this tournament in honor of Tracy Smothers. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Now this awesome. fellow up here in the corner with the Robert Gibson suck shirt. Now what do you? See, I get, I get away with that. See, I know Robert. You know, me and Robert hadn't seen eye to eye in a long time. Yeah. And uh, y'all didn't get that. What do you? I, I think that, since that, the Hall of Fame induction, I think. Oh, right. Oh. oh my, my buddy. Oh, I see, see I what you did. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? And I know you got a question you recently asked me. Could you imagine after being tag team partners for 30 and due to actually we were rock stars? You hear me? Yeah. I could tell you stories that you wouldn't even believe. You're going to call me a liar. 
but that's another time. Okay, go uh, ahead, man. Uh, he's, my right. he's my brother. Thank you so much. All righty. So earlier in this interview, you were talking about working with Ric Flair, and that that's kind of a perfect segue into this question. What was it like uh, challenging Ric Flair for the NWA a World Heavyweight Championship? Dude, it's a, it's every wrestler's dream come true. Uh, I hope that's a good answer for you right there. But I got more. To oh say. yeah, it is. Uh, to me, definitely. buddy, I've, I've been in this business right around 46 years. Uh, Ric Flair, and I don't care what anybody says, he's the best that ever laced up a pair of boots. But the reason why, and I'm going to tell you this, guys, Rick gave everything he had when he got in the ring. If you paid to see Ric Flair, he gave you your money's worth. And I don't care. Yes. You might see him do some of the same spots over and over, but when you wrestle every night, and if you don't go an hour time limit with Rick, you'll go 58 or 59 minutes. Uh, that's just the way he did. Uh, I never forget this, guys. And, you know, while, while I was wrestling Rick, and you told me to, to do that, and a lot of people uh, don't even understand this. And if you ask Rick Flair, he would tell you. You know, uh, Rick wanted to drop the strap to me, in which he did, but I gave it back because we was in a, our businesses are full of a lot of politics. Right. And they were, and if I, I would have won the belt, it would have disgraced my partner because of what they would, you know, because if I come to world champion. And I dedicated myself. I got it. That's just what I was telling you earlier about Robert. Y'all don't even understand. Uh, he was my wrestling partner, and I was not going to throw him away. Uh, and never. And we still are. We're still successful today. Uh, it's the greatest thing. But Rick, now getting back to him, I, dude, we went 17 hours. Now that's. Hour matches, 17 days straight in a row. Uh, I, I was like I went to Harvard School of Wrestling. Do you understand me? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And that's where I really learned a lot. Uh, being in this business, uh, you wrestle a lot of people, especially on the end of the When I go out to the ring tonight, some of the people will probably cheer me. And I looked at him. I said, they're going to cheer you because you want them to cheer you. <laughs> if you didn't want them to, you won't. And now the reason I'm saying this, we was talking about Philadelphia. You see, you know, Philadelphia is the biggest hill town that you ever, ever could imagine. You know, I don't think the fans there even like fucking ice cream. Uh, they are the meanest, don't give a shit people. And uh, again, at that time, our business was so sacred. You know, you didn't get your finishes till you went to the ring, Tommy Young. And uh, and that night, I'm wrestling Rick, and we're going an hour in Philadelphia, and it's a hill town. And I go to the ring first, and I was called everything you could ever imagine. <laughs> you know, uh, anything that you could think of a fan calling you, throwing, and I'm the baby face. 
and I'm wrestling Ric Flair. Then here comes Ric Flair. They play his music. He's got that $15,000 robe on him. The world belt, he comes out, and the people are going absolutely apeshit. You wow. hear me? Now, 10 minutes in that match, Ricky has done turned the whole, by not getting on the mic. No, no, I'm talking about in the ring. This is how good he is. He has already turned the whole crowd against him. Now, 15 minutes in the match, he's getting the heat on me, and the the fans push the guardrails all the way to the ring on both sides. They're trying to get to Rick. I'm taking, Rick hit me, I'm taking bumps, elbowing, you know, the people off the ring and knocking them off. Uh, Arn Anderson seen this. He came down, Robert come down, and I'm going to leave this Well, we's going, we supposed to do it. Rick told me, he says, listen to me. Uh, I'm going to throw you over the top rope, but land on your feet and go up the top turnbuckle. That way the people will see me. You understand? Right. He's going on the top ropes of disqualification. So while, while he threw me on the top rope and I went up the top rope, Rick, Arn got him out of the other side of the ring and they didn't go back through the dressing room. They went through the aisle down the hallway. Because Rick told me, he said, if I don't, they're going to absolutely kill me here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh! do, do, do you see what happened, fella? You... Oh, sorry. Just you my dog. My dog, my dog scared me. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know what the hell you had. <laughs> yeah. But do you understand what kind of professional Ric Flair is? Oh, and, yeah. he Yeah, he's like now, one, of the, one of the best. But not only that. Absolutely. Uh, it was the same thing. Even though I was a big, big baby face in Charlotte, North Carolina, that's Rick's hometown. Oh, yeah. 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 Man's love there. Fifteen minutes. We know it was half and half. You understand me, the crowd? Mm. Yeah. Ten minutes in the match, I was all baby face. It was all heel. That makes one of the greatest workers. See, working, be, being a great worker in our business is not getting your shit in. It's not the guy that diving over the top rope. It's to be able to have a good match with anybody that you step in the ring with. That's a good worker in our business. A good baby face, can, he can change his style to work with the heel, but a heel can't change his style to work with the baby face. That's what the boys now, they don't understand a bit. Okay. It's, they just don't understand none of that. I only, I know one, I know one that does. Who's that? Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Who? MJF. MGS. MJLK, cool. Uh, that, and that's it. All you have to do is, oh, that's right. He can have a good match with anybody. But having a good match, what I'm saying is, when I was in a ring selling, right. and understand me, if I can make the guy on the front row really believe that the worker was killing me. Now, do you understand that? Because when I sold, I didn't do... You know, guy, give me a knee to the stomach. I'm not going to do a forward row because in real life, would you do a forward row? Well, hell no. When the guy takes me to the corner, I just don't stand there and let him chop me because in real life, 
Uh, you see, that's the kind of things that I work on. And that's what I want to work on the new generation in this business. It's, it's, it's not the big things. It's the little things that you don't do no more. You know, that's, that's what they have got away from. I love to fill them in and work with them to, sh- to show them the little things that is so great in our business uh, that nobody's forgot, that everybody's forgot about and, and that stuff. Got another question? Well, there's a one from Dan XP. Uh, which view did you enjoy more, the Horseman or the Midnight Express? Oh, man. It's like asking me. Who's the greatest guy ever wrestled? Who's the greatest, best wrestler in, in, our, in my time? They were all good. I enjoyed, um, no, I especially enjoyed my time with Flair. Okay, we understand that. But the, but the Four Horsemen, you know, that was a standard in our business that we moved on from the Midnight Express to the Four Horsemen. And we never lost a beat. Do you guys under, and I want you to understand this now. Do you guys know that we held it? I said, I mean, I expressed especially we broke every Elvis Presley tenant record there was <laughs> until they built bigger buildings, but Elvis is already dead. Ah, <laughs> uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, you know, they worked at the Tally Ward building there. I don't know if it's Tally, but it was a small building. They never ran the big Coliseum. Uh, then we we went to the Coliseum, and it's not a time that it didn't sell out. That's with the Midnight Express or the Four Horsemen. When I wrestled Flair there, uh, when the tickets went on sale, the building sold out in five minutes. It held like 12,000 people. We went outside to the football field, uh, a college football field that was down there, and, and Rick and I drew 28,000 people in a mat. And this is unheard of at that time, okay? But this is all due to the great workers in our business. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Ole Anderson, uh, Barry Wyndham. You know, what a crew that was back in those days. So I'm not, you know, trying to say that we done it. It took everybody there, and I'm going to give credit for credit's due. Dusty Rose was the greatest booker I ever met in my life. But you, but being a booker and being a worker, and guy, anybody that's listened to this, when they give you something to do, study it and, and do it the way they want you to. And, and because the booker's got that in his mind, what he wants, and it's hard to find somebody that's able to do what you want them to do. That's the reason a booker always pushed yourself. Greatest compliment I ever got in my life, I was doing a Terry Reynolds with her on one of these, and she had a, her daughter on there. And she told me, she said, I asked my grandpa, at a, and, and this is Grace, as all the workers that you've met in this business, he was the best you ever met. And I'd be damned if he didn't say Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express. That's a hell of a compliment, guys, uh, in our business. I, uh, uh, gentlemen, 
and I know I, uh, it's at that, but it's it's past my bedtime. <laughs> uh, of course. I wanted to tell you guys, it's people like you that helped me survive, and you people like you help other boys survive in our business. Uh, I don't know if you ever wrestled or you're just fans or you're in our business. But oh, it, I, oh, I've wrestled on my trampoline, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot of guys got, hey, a lot of guys learn to work on trampolines. Understand that. Uh, but it's, it's an honor to be on your show. And uh, if I'm up anywhere where you guys are at and we're on a show, even if I'm signing autographs or anything, please come by. But remind me who you are, especially the guy down here is a smoke room, bar room. <laughs> and, uh, we, uh, hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me on your show. And uh, long live professional wrestling. Hey, the, look here. Look at the phone. The battery come on. going to be dead here. <laughs> Sorry. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. You too, Thank sir. You. Thank you. It's an honor. And the honor is all ours. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh man! Wow! Uh, wow! I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. I mean, our interview just lasted the entire show. You know that, right? Oh yeah. And you know what that means? Oh um, yeah. I don't think we can ha have our topics tonight because mm. let's just face it: two hours of worth of an interview. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It, that, but you know what? You know what? That's that's fine. That's fine. I mean, we could always save our topics for next week, of course, you know, um, I mean, I mean, but I, now I'm going to tell you this, the span of this two hours was worth it. Not going to lie. Uh, this was uh, worth it. Mm, yes. Let's make, Absolutely. let's, let's keep that like, like it is tonight for the show and we can call tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We can do that. But either way, um, Folks, I guess that's going to be it for tonight's uh, episode of Rant and Ray Podcast. Uh, next week, we will have our topics as we did have, have planned for tonight, but we're going to do it for next week. But, mm. however, I will be discussing about Jerome's number one fan tomorrow uh, afternoon, 5 p.m. Eastern time, on my stream, Chilling with Jordy. And I might be chill, but you know what? It's good to actually talk about a certain someone every now and then. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, if you like this episode, give it a thumbs up. If you uh, like this uh, episode, um, please, uh, if you missed your chance of live chat, go ahead and go into the comment section and, you know, uh, timestamp uh, what you liked about the questions and answers from uh, the legendary WWE Hall of Famer Ricky Morton. Oh. And also be sure to su subscribe to Brand Martin and also to hit the – Hit the notification bell whenever he does a does a video or a live stream like this one at all times. Same goes for Eric Lima, Mark, Michael Bombardier, and yours truly, Jamie Anzaljet. With that all being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for an even better day tomorrow. Now, if you excuse me, I am starving and I have some Mexican food with my name all over it. So, yeah. <laughs> and also, don't forget to check out the all the links in there, including the the Rank Break Podcast Facebook page on Facebook. Twitter is in there as well, along with many others like Instagram and I will be putting in the, uh, the, uh, the, what you call it, brainbustertees.com in there as well for, uh, to put that in the live chat right now. And folks, we don't know who next week's guest is. Who knows? We'll have to wait mm. and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And one hell of a show guys. It one was.
this could be one of the best episodes ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, uh, it was uh, an honor having a WWE Hall of Fame like Ricky Morton telling all these great stories and making us laugh. I think it <laughs> was one of the best. And I do apologize to our chat room people. I know they're trying to have some fun and I'll talk about pizza and all. But when we have a legend on like Ricky Morton, and as wrestling fans, we want to show him the proper respect and courtesy. So um, we do apologize if we try to get, if we, you know, and you guys like to kid around. I, mean, I know we want to be serious and, and we want to give, we wanted to give Mr. Morton our respect and our attention. And I think old school wrestlers, that's how they are. And uh, we've heard a lot of stories about this. And that's the reason why we, uh, we decided not to have, you know, I know you guys like to have fun on the chat and I get that, but you know, Alexa Taylor, I apologize. And, you know, I know it's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we need to be, um, you know, respectful towards Mr. Merton and Ben Wilner. Thank you. You know, so that's why, that's why we do apologize. I know you guys like to have fun and joke around, but when it comes to Ricky Morton and this guy tells us some great stories, made us laugh. It was an mm-hmm. honor having him. And I figured we, we need to give him that respect. He did not do this for nothing. So we want to yeah. give him that. That's why. Absolutely. And another reason for that, I watched the Hall of Fame at the election ceremony and they were inducted by Jim Cornette. So, yeah, and they're legends. And that's, we want to give them, give them that respect. Next time we have a guest like that, like him on, please, for future reference, be respectful. That's what we ask for. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and Ricky Morton. Uh, related. And, 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 and keep, it, yeah, keep it with a topic, you know. But, you know, thankfully he wasn't paying attention. You know, we, we uh, I know we try not to make anything serious is that this guy's a, a legend and I, we like to have fun, but he already made us laugh with some funny stories of his own. And that's, you know, and <laughs> I can't believe Flash just with his shirt, man. That was crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it was the um, the lighting in my room is, or or the way I had it because of um, um because of the room because he joked around me smoke filled and everything else you know I don't do drugs or anything like that and I think it's pretty funny so and, you know and he's a pretty funny cat and he still rocks a sweet mullet so uh, Ricky we want to thank Ricky Morton to coming on here the podcast once again an honor having him and mm-hmm. um, hope we get more guests like him because he tells some great stories and uh, he made us laugh and it was hilarious and, oh, yeah, and like I said and yeah, speaking of the chat we're gonna thank all you guys who chatted on here despite what happened earlier on and just. You know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm not mad. You know, I'm not taking anything serious. Is that we want, you know, like I said, courtesy, respect. I've been brought up on that. Uh, so that's the thing. And, um, well, I thank everybody for chatting on there. Um, uh, thank you, uh, Psycho Mike, Ben Wilner, David 3000, Lexa Taylor, um, Hangman Charlie, uh, uh, Hangman Charlie, uh, along with Dan XP, uh, Dan XP, Kevin Daddy, Tom Willis. Um, I, I bought a, um, brothers. Um, let's see. Uh, who else? Uh, Alexa, you know, Alexa Taylor and, uh, Cody Yoda. Yeah. Cody Yoda. Thank Yeah. I want to thank her as well for being on here. I'm fun. Mama bear, Mrs. Little big fan of the rock and roll express. Thank you for tuning in and, uh, hope you guys have a great night. So Brandon, yes. why don't you take it home for us? I will do that. And with that being said, folks, Keep ranting and raving. Good night, everybody. See you later, America.